Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of Everybody Needs a Nudge. I think we're on episode number 19. Uh, is that right? That's correct. Yeah, because last one, last one was 18. It was a, a special number in the Jewish religion. Number 19, I don't think it has any significance uh, other than Norman Levier for all you old school Bruin fans before your time, Connor. So we're going young on today's, on today's podcast, but Norman Levier was number 19 for the Boston Bruins back when I was growing up. And uh, he's had his career shortened uh, because of a neck injury. Ooh. Yeah, spinal injury. Norman Levier. Great story. Good start. That's tough. I know. Uh, he was a good player. But we so we got Connor Morris. This is the, Connor Morris is my nephew. Connor, how old are you? 23. 23-year-old nephew. So this is by far the youngest guest we've had. I love it. Right? I think he's probably yeah. by 20 years, right? I, I don't know the age of everyone that's been on here. Fair so enough. Maybe, Pretty yeah. close. Pretty close. Yeah. Um, and this is the first, uh, mother son, uh, duo we've had on the super, the super fan, dude. Yeah, super fan. She got very mad at me when I said she wasn't a super fan either. So I know she, yeah, she was upset about that. She was really, really upset. I, I heard you saying it and I was like, Ooh. yeah, <laughs> I better, better be careful. Yeah. It's going to be a tough Thanksgiving. <laughs> I thought I was your number one fan. I'm not passing you the gravy. Um, so, truth be told, I had a very busy couple of weeks. We were two weeks out from Neil's podcast. I think I listened to it, uh, but I took away this one giant correction, huge, from last week's, uh, or two weeks ago's podcast. Do you know what it is, Rupia? I don't. My outfit. Oh. Did you, did you, did you see the picture? I don't, I don't watch the videos because I... They, I'm usually watching in the car, so right. I can't watch the videos. Yeah, drive safe, to. okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very the point. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah, responsible. responsible. Yeah. And he is responsible. Uh, he's a responsible young man, but my outfit was a mistake last week. Was it a mistake? Yeah, did you see? I look like a, a nine-year-old boy. <laughs> I look like I went shopping in Whoa. Hank's closet. So here was my theory, <clears throat> and, I, and I have the outfit on today, right? Like, I wear the same outfit every day. Actually, Shannon, uh, Shannon Dwyer, who's now Shannon Sullivan, uh, another one of our cousins, my first cousin, Connor's second cousin, used to say, you, you wear a uniform. That's your uniform. You dress exactly the same. <clears throat> Excuse me. You dress exactly the same to all family events. Oh, here he comes in his uniform. So this is my uniform. So I was like going through all the pictures and uh, of all the prior podcasts, and I'm like, I wear the same thing. I'm going to mix it up. Right? I'm going to go hoodie. And I just got a new hoodie. Uh, yeah. I just got a new hoodie because Annabelle was in the head of the child. So I was like all excited to wear this hoodie and like represent. And Neil Cohen is like six. You got to see the picture. No, I saw the picture. Uh, oh, you did see the picture. Oh, yeah. I look oh, horrendous. Uh, no, I just was like, he. you did look like a little boy next R to him. Correct. Because of the height. But I also <laughs> think it factored in the fact that I was wearing a hoodie and like my pants didn't fit. Like, <laughs> I don't know what was going on that day. If but it broke. Like my, my, I blame Marlene for that. How did she let me out of the house looking like that? I, you looked comfy to me. <laughs> I honest. guess that, that's the, uh, what is he, a Gen, Gen Z? What are you? Do you know? Yeah, I think so. Gen, Gen Z, Z, that's yeah. a Gen 1999. You looked comfortable. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> what do they say? What do they say? Warren Buffett, right? He wears the same thing every day? Yeah. yeah it goes to the, his choices. And he, go, he gets the same thing at Dunkin', at uh, McDonald's every morning, gets the same exact breakfast. There's a theory and you and Warren Buffett. That. What's the theory? That you people in places of power or jobs that you're making a lot of decisions yeah. daily, that's something that is an easy choice to make right out of the gate. You know what you want to wear, what you look good in, and it's just made up for you every day. It's a decision that you don't have to make. 
Right. It's already been made. Right. Through my uniform. Right. I get. I buy my clothes at Rockland Athletics. <laughs> you and Warren Buffett. No, <laughs> the other joke that Mylene makes, and uh, we actually just called her to try to get some information for the podcast, and she wasn't able to provide it. But the other thing she makes is, I, I, so I've been traveling. I, had, I, I, I didn't travel. I don't travel. And I had three trips in three weeks. I went to Las Vegas. I went to Chicago. And I just got back from Syracuse. I went to Syracuse for a day. And uh, when I got back from Chicago, I had, pa- you know, my suitcase all packed. And she went through my suitcase and she said, everything in this suitcase you got for free. <laughs> all my clothes. It was all the, all the breakers stuff. Uh, yeah, breakers stuff, Duxbury stuff, you know, pants that I, you know, because uh, at me- golf member guests, they, they give, you know, you can open up and go shopping online and that's part of the gift. Um Mark Gammons, who's been on the podcast, he gets me my socks because I like the socks that he has at BlackRock. She's like, all your stuff's free. <laughs> is that amazing? I wait a good It's kind of nice. Right? Yeah. I don't have any free clothes, I don't think. Well, that's my mom I think clothes. all of your clothes are free <laughs> to you. Probably. <laughs> right? Probably. Maybe the, yeah. the, the Lululemon stuff, maybe. I won't, yeah, I won't, Lululemon's buy, that. I won't buy that for myself. They used I to, so I, before we get into it with, with Connor, and actually I have a bunch of things to mention, but Connor used to make fun of me. Him and his brother used to make fun of me all the time because I was rocking Lulu like way back back in the day. I was like, I was like a pre, I was like the first guy to wear Lulu. Okay, and that's a bold statement. Hundred percent in this gen, in, in my family, in my world, and they were like, "Oh, nice Lulu pants. What are those Lulu?" Uh. I mean, we were like twelve, <clears throat> so you're letting twelve year olds get to you. I well, mean, I mean, <laughs> you know how sensitive I am. You know, <laughs> yeah, they were twelve. Yeah, probably. Right but at there. 15, they, what were they wearing? 16. Oh, everything. Lulu. Bina loves it. Head Bina to toe. Yeah, my mother, his grandmother, who we call Bina, uh, loves to buy the Lululemon. It's good quality stuff. Yeah. That's, I mean. That's the best stuff. Lasts forever. I'm wearing them right now. It lasts forever. That's the, So that was one of the items was I've worn the same pair of pants, Lulu pants. They're lined coaching for since Annabelle started in 2016. I wear them every single weekend. During the hockey season. It's impressive. Yeah. So, Lululemon, this week's sponsor. <laughs> For all of your really nice clothing wear, go to Lululemon. Um, so, um, <clears throat> a couple things that I've noticed in my life that I don't like that's going on. And I want your opinion. Okay. Do you have cable? Do you have cable television? Well, <clears throat> well, not in my... At home we do, yeah. yeah. But, but not, at, not at like my apartment. All right, now. so if you want to watch... I don't know the Bruins game at your apartment. You're watching it on Fubu or Hulu. Or uh, the Apple, yeah, the Apple TV. Apple so TV. You can just download all the apps, like the okay, Nesson app and stuff. All right. All that. When they play a commercial, do they put the counter up in the corner like the countdown? Like this commercial is going to end in 30 seconds, 29, 28. Do they do that? Some some apps definitely do, but I don't think it's all of them. Like yeah. it, some of them are just kind of they just bounce to it. Most of the sports apps, but if you're watching TV, yeah. if you have ads, usually you get a counter. But for the sports ones, I haven't noticed. I hate the counter. Makes I, it feel so much longer, probably. Right? Because you're watching the seconds tick away. I don't even I'm know like, what the advertisement. Like Ninety seconds. Right. Like, <laughs> what am I gonna? <laughs> what am I gonna do this whole time? Well, that's that's the issue with the phone too. I'm just like, oh, 90 seconds. I'll go phone break. Right. Like, and then I'm like, why? I was like, I can't take ninety seconds off right. and to, just to go into this. And just watch the game. You know? Yeah. And then the 90 seconds on the phone, you end up in a, you know, down some rabbit hole. Three hours later, you're like, I missed the show, yeah. the game, yeah. I have a beard, and everybody <laughs> moved out. 
But God damn it, I know what's going on on Facebook. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I saw every yeah. TikTok that was made today. Uh, I hate that. Um, I hate that counter. And you know what else is going on in my, in my TV watching life? What's that? Closed captions. <gasps> so. Do you put them on? Yes, Ooh. because John has a terrible <laughs> hearing. Oh, really? Yeah, from the Marines. Yeah, all the gun shooting. Yeah. I got a good Marine story that I'm going to tell. John will like it. Um, I use them for the for the British shows and stuff like that. Yeah. It's easier to tell. Like, I just watch Game of Thrones. I'm like, I can't. Some of them, they talk too fast. Yeah. It's like, I can't understand them. So it's it's helps with comprehension. So here's my lot. problem. <clears throat> well, that goes back to like how you used to study, right? I used to you, you, the the rule was try to use as many of your senses as you can, right? Read it, write it, uh, say it, right? Try to use as many senses as you Do possibly can. Too, yeah, if you have you know feel it, you know, look at yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, now I forget what I was going to say. What were we talking about? Closed captioning. So my problem is, all I'm staring at is the words. I'm not even watching the show. Right. <clears throat> not good at multitasking. I just I think, think you can do it. I like. I definitely do it. Like you I do. Can, I can read it and watch at the same. Yeah, time. Yeah, I struggle with it. I do too. I up down it. Yeah. But, but I think now it, I can't watch something without the closed caption. Right. You're it my, does that's get what hard. I'm saying. I'm addicted to them. Yeah. But I feel like it's like more like you know what they're saying for the most part, but it's like if you, if you catch it at the bottom of your eye level, it's easier to just comprehend, make sure like you know what yeah. they're actually saying. Well, I could definitely see it with Game of Thrones or. Um, what was the uh, Peaky Blinder? Peaky, oh Peaky Blinder. Uh, yeah, when you could read off. Of I watched like a half episode. I'm like, I don't even know what language it's almost speaking. Yeah, it's almost like it's not English. It's, it's definitely not in English. I love it. I love the action, <clears throat> so they're awesome, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's great action. It's great action. You know what's terrible to watch closed captioning <clears throat> for? Stand-up comedy. Yeah. It you ruins g- every joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, well, because some are stand-up behind or some about like... Ahead, yeah. So yeah. But plus, stand up. Part of it's the delivery, right? Right. I mean, you can say a not funny thing and de- deliver it in the right way, and it's exactly. actually funny. Yeah. Or vice versa, you could butcher a funny thing. But, um, you know what I found? Fa- you know what I stole recently from somebody? Remember those old <laughs> pens? Remember those? I can say steal. You know what? Remember those old pens that had the four colors? Yeah. Do you remember those? Yeah. Yeah, I stole one. <laughs> do you remember those? I uh, no, yeah, I do. A you, lot of the nurses use them. Really? When I'm working in the hospitals and stuff, yeah. They, almost all of them have them because it's like they're able to underline in red and then write in black or switch back oh, I didn't even think of, of a, of a from my f- yeah. functional application for that pen. I just thought Other it was like... fun clickies? This, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you would try to put all of them down at the yeah. same time? <laughs> yeah, whoever you're sharing your office with probably hates you. Yeah. Looking all day. I stole it. I think it was at a, um, it was at a restaurant. Like it was the thing came out with the bill. I'm like, I'm taking that. Four color pen. I have it in my office. It's amazing. They got like six. Six. You get six colors. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's an upgrade yeah, from when we were kids. Um, so I've been traveling, like I said, I three flights and uh everybody always says when you're flat you know, flying, safe travels. Have a safe trip. Right? I don't think I have any control over that. <laughs> that's fair. Right? Right. Call my pilot and tell him that I need a safe trip. Right? I I'm getting on the plane. That's all I'm doing, right? Well, yeah, you're so pretty, don't pretty say good. safe travels to somebody. Say, ha- you know, have a nice trip, whatever. Safe travels. Yeah, no shit. I don't want to yeah, die. No. I'm getting on a yeah. plane. Yeah, it's just good. Put, putting it out into the world. Oh, good have karma a, type yeah. thing? Yeah, manifest. They just care, man. Quite. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Just rejecting the love I know. Here. I know. <laughs> it was a Hank say it to you, and you're just going to be like, shut up. Don't say that to <laughs> No, me. like a bunch <laughs> of people said it to me. I'm like, I don't think it, ma- it doesn't, I don't have any control. 
It's the right? sentiment. I don't. <laughs> I know. I think I'm just you're thinking say- a little too deep into it, but <laughs> I think I just don't like people. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to find a way to not like someone that says something nice to me. What's that say about me? Just angry. Just a mad person. Safe travels? You safe travel. You travel safely. Not me. I'm taking risks around here. Safe travels. Right, right. Do you think what's wrong with me? Scrooge. Uh, I'm not. I actually like Christmas. I'm a big Christmas guy. Um, so before we get into, we went to Chicago. Um, so I got a bunch of stuff about Chicago. Great city. Uh, t- Hank and I went out there for a hockey tournament. Um, yeah. We didn't do great. The Reynolds were out there too, right? Yeah, Danny and Danny and uh, my sister Heather were all out there. We went all three and one. We we competed. We competed though, and I think the teams. You know, we're like a tier one team. They were like elite, and uh, we hung around. Um, was a coaching problem, or yeah, it's always you know coaches lose. No, but is it players lose, coaches win? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, you know what makes a good coach? Good players. Yeah, you run a dry land training now. Uh, well, so you know what? It's funny you say that because one of the problems that we had—not to get too much into twelve-year-old hockey—but one of the problems that we had was that we were getting kind of pushed around a little bit. Like these kids were stronger, bigger, stronger. Now some of them were just had you know were at a funny age, right? Twelve. Yeah. A lot of kids have started puberty, you know, maybe further along than than you know some of my guys. Certainly Hank, you know, Hank's still a little boy, right? He's twelve. He's you know, I don't think he has hair on his legs and he's <laughs> no hair on his arms. And, you know, you know where I'm going, right? He's, he's got plenty of time. Yeah, he still time. climbs into bed with his mom and, you know. <laughs> oh, I know. Sorry, Hank. I just threw yeah, you out of the bus. what? The, he's going to be pissed. Yeah. He probably doesn't Well, no, because every time I say that, he's like, doesn't matter. You slept with your mother till you were 11. I'm like, it wasn't 11. It was like nine, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're not going to go too deep into that. We're going to let that one just kind of well, curled up at the end of the bed. Fade to black. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, we were taught we we were had Halloween. I think I think we dropped the last one on Halloween, right? We didn't do one on Halloween was two weeks ago, right? Right. No. Halloween was on a Monday. Right. So it was after we dropped with Neil. Yeah. And uh, we went out to on Halloween, and my buddy um, dressed up as Ted Lasso. Yeah, I love Ted Lasso. And absolutely nailed it to the point where we were at uh, a restaurant and people were coming up and taking pictures with him. Actually, yes. Right. Did, did he have a real mustache? He had too? a real mustache. That's always the best. I mean, the fake ones never look good. He nailed it. He nailed it. Um, but it made me think because we, then we started talking about. So did, you, did you watch Ted Lasso? I did. Yeah. So did you? Have you watched Ted Lasso? Did, yeah. All right. So we were talking about sort of our favorite scenes in 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 the show and right. It's like a comedy, but it's mixed in with like. The last season was pretty sad, to be honest. Yeah, it was the, more sad than it was funny. I it, think it was, it was. Um, but the the scene in the bar when he's playing darts with the guy, the coolest. Yeah, and he's like, you know, he talks about he has the line, the quote, "Be curious, not judgmental," mm-hmm. right? And it was he goes on the whole diatribe about how people always judged him, and nobody was ever curious enough to ask, "Hey, hey, Ted, have you ever played darts?" Because if they had asked me that, they would have known that I played dart every, darts every Sunday from the age of whatever, 12 to 20 with my father or something. And then he hits the bullseye and he wins the, and he ends up getting the, getting the team or she doesn't, he doesn't buy the team yeah, or whatever. Something like that, yeah. But I love the quote, be curious, not judgmental. Now, I'm very judgmental, yeah. so I'm not do as I say, not as I do type thing. <laughs> it's good for everybody else. Not for me, but correct. But you should, should be that. curious. Yeah. I'm going to be extremely judgmental, and I'm going to be mad at you for saying safe travels. 
Because that's who I am. Oh, that was a whole roundabout story to get back No, to I just kind of, I just kind of put it together right there, which is pretty amazing. That's beautiful. Uh, um, but so anyway, so we go to, we go to Chicago, and we do a tour of Wrigley Field. And you know I love my fun facts, right? So we go, and it's like an hour and a half tour, and you. You sit in the you sit in the grandstand. You sit in the bleachers. You see the press box. You see the uh, away team's clubhouse. You get to the home dugout. Like you see the whole thing. It's awesome. But uh, a couple of things that I thought were really interesting uh, kind of sayings or, or I don't know phrases in baseball that started at Wrigley Field. So at Wrigley Field, they have this old scoreboard, much like the one at Fenway Park that's uh, manual, right? They turn the numbers over. So that, the guy said that that one is the biggest or the oldest or whatever it was. But anyway, they have all of the, they list all the games that are being played at that time. And on top of it are flags that have all of the teams on it. And they have you in order of like, so if it's like the AL East, they have you in first place, you know, the top band is first place, second band, third That's where the term pennant race comes from because they had the pennants hanging on okay. the flag and they wanted you you're trying to race to the top so that's where the fl- that's where the phrase the pennant race came from that's cool pretty cool right yeah so then we're sitting out in the bleachers and the bleachers are famous in Wrigley Field it's a giant party the guy was like look they could be playing tiddlywinks on the field it doesn't matter they're partying out in the outfield and if you remember the first day the first night game uh, was played in uh, the, the sorry the first night game in Wrigley Field was played in August of nineteen eighty eight, so they played only only day games mm-hmm. only day games, and they had a very famous broadcaster named Harry Carey, and um, he used to look out into the bleachers because the bleachers were like free a general admission and they used to be packed during the day, and he would be like, who is out here? In the middle of the day, every single day, you see the same people over and over again. Who, don't they work? Don't they go to school? What are they, a bunch of bums? And that's where the term bleacher bums came from. <laughs> I like that. That was that was better than the first one. That was better than the first one. I thought the pennant race was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Boom, so, boom, boom would have liked that. So they used to do this. I don't know how to tell him these because he doesn't <laughs> listen. They used to do races at Wrigley Field. So the, so the game would be going on. The uh, The... Guys and the gals and the bleaches would get bored, and they used to do bleacher races where someone would start at the left field foul pole, someone would start at the right field foul pole, and there'd be a person in the middle with a beer, and they had to run along the top of the wall and get the beer. Whoever got there first got that beer. So they need to bring that back. I think well, listen, they 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 people they used to fall into the field. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. If they're if they're so willing like, to run for it the was beer. like and of course it wasn't their first beer that they were no, running so for right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like seventh beer or whatever so they used to fall into the into the field and if you now look at Wrigley Field what they did to stop it was they put a they put a it's at a point now the wall goes to a point it used to be a flat wall that they could run on now it's a point and there's actually before that they put a basket so if you look at Wrigley Field there's like a basket that comes off the top of the wall. And I used to think it was like to catch home yeah. runs. Mm-hmm. No. To catch people. It was to catch people from <laughs> from falling off the wall. That's amazing, isn't it? That's that cool. Amazing. I like that. So this was a great, I would re- highly recommend uh, the Wrigley tour. Um, two last things, and then we'll get into Connor. One last thing, really. You guys have like a friend who 
likes you know whatever wherever he is he likes to just get into like talking about politics and like go off on these rants no I, don't. I don't i think we're all right so this, buddies, this is actually a good question but, yeah. this is actually a good question for you at 23 are politics a topic for you and your friends no we i think we'd all agree but it's still even if you agree you end up fighting over stupid stuff so i think like we've not outlawed it but I also think there's people in my friend group, including me, is like not fully educated. Okay. Where it's like I don't even feel like I can talk on it enough, and I'm like the only thing I can bring in. I was like, oh, I saw this on Twitter. Right. Like, that's not great. <laughs> no. Like, no. I'm, I'm getting targeted stuff. Like, anyways. Right. It's like you never know. I don't trust things I read on Twitter. But if I'm wait a minute, if it, it's on Twitter, it's true. I mean, that's how Twitter works, right? No, you're thinking Wikipedia. Oh, got it. Okay, <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. I, I, I cross those up. So you don't, you don't just, you know, it doesn't come up. No, we really don't. It's, it's Christian does a little bit. I think more his friends are more talkative about that. But yeah. I think everyone got sick of it to a point where it's like you don't even want to yeah, touch any side either way. Yeah, because it just ends up being a, an argument. No matter what. So, so I have a friend who, whenever it comes up, he goes on a diatribe, right? And he's he's got sort of right side views, and it becomes very uncomfortable. We, and he's doing it in front of people that he doesn't know what their beliefs are, mm-hmm. right? Like he takes, he hears one thing, you know, the person says, oh, I can't believe X, and then he latches onto it, and then 25 minutes later, he's done with his conversation, and he could have offended everybody in the room, uh, and it's just an uncomfortable situation. Much. Stick away from it. If you want to like do it in the privacy of your own home with people that want to engage in that kind of conversation. Right. It Not sucks r- the life out of a conversation. Oh my God, oh, it's, it's worse. brutal. Everybody's just like deflated, just looking at the one person talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good. So don't, we actually made that rule on this website. I mean, this website, on this uh, podcast. No politics. What, what is it? No politics, no religion. No trigger topics. Yeah. <clears throat> Keep it light. But did you vote? No, my mom, uh, my mom was mad at me. I, I didn't even know what was up for vote, to be <laughs> honest with you. Uh, uh, I saw I all the signs. If I was going to do it, I think like the advertising, you know, the people on the things, I would just pick the first name that I saw that has been on top of like all the overpasses, yeah. like it going into Boston and stuff. I think that's how I would have voted. Okay, well, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you didn't vote then. Right. Well, yeah. That's but I didn't saying. vote at 23. No. I mean, I voted in you know the last election. That was about it. That's good. Yeah, but I don't. I just like don't keep up with it. Yeah, I'm just like I don't. Well, it doesn't really affect your life right now. No, if not it affected much. That's it, what I told my mom. Yeah, she was like, "You need to make your voice heard." And I'm like, "Oh, all right." Yeah, it's like too late now. You know, Tell her you'll day. talk louder. <laughs> you can't hear my voice. I'll talk louder. Uh no, terrible dad joke. Dad joke for uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> sometimes those creep out. You know, I am a dad. Oh, are you? Yeah, I love a dad joke. Well, that's why we okay. get along, because yeah, all my jokes are dad jokes, <laughs> and she belly laughs over there. Rupia, see, we need a camera on Rupia because I feel like if they saw her belly laughing, it would be contagious and everybody would be laughing. Yeah. Well, I've been. I told my mom I was like, we they need to get a camera on her. Yeah. <laughs> the one up here or back there. Or That'd be some serious stuff. <laughs> that would be serious. Yeah. Uh, how you doing, Rupia? By the way, before we get into doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's good down in Berkeley? Everything's good down in Berkeley. Yeah? Yep. Yeah, okay. Bought a new tree. Oh, really? Hold. Oh. Now we're Got getting a tree. In. Now we're getting excited. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of tree is it? A weeping willow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's did you... Snow white. How big is it? Uh, I think about eight feet. Oh, okay. It's a legit tree. Yeah. Decent. 
going to be beautiful. <laughs> 15 years from now, you'll be staring at that tree. <laughs> I hate that tree. <laughs> Pardon my language. <gasps> I broke my own rules because that needed, that needed it, right? I'm stuck in this goddamn house. <laughs> that stupid tree's been staring at me for 15 years. I love that tree. It's so beautiful. Look at it. Eight feet. Yay. You better tell John to get you something beside a tree. <laughs> Look at her. She's dying. Snorting. This is incredible. Right into the microphone. I see now why you have her here. Right. Yeah. Because she just, just laughs at everything you say. Incredible okay? audience. <laughs> all right. Okay. You all right? I just wish you saw the joy on my face when we planted that tree. <laughs> She's telling everybody she about it. She can't even get it out. <laughs> Want to come over and see my tree? Uh, come look at the tree. <laughs> I know. That's what your life is. That's, I live in Berkeley now. <laughs> <laughs> they actually have um, a brewery <clears throat> in Berkeley. Technically Ton, I think, but it's called the Berkeley Brewery. Okay. Very nice. Yeah? New little spot I just found. Just Is it just beer or do they have food? Beer and food. Nice. Yeah, they have a nice little back patio, lights, fire pits. What's it called? Berkeley Brewery. Wow, Berkeley Brewery. Plug. Yep, little plug right there for Berkeley we'll Brewery. Get, get some okay. nano. You better tag them. You better tag them. I will. Yeah. I will. And then DM them like the exact minute that it came up, and maybe we'll get on their website. What's up with that? All That's right. Great. So let's get into Connor Morris here. Connor Morris, twenty-three years old, grew up. Where'd you grow up? Hanover. Hanover, Mass. My hometown. You were never a hawk, though. You were always an Indian, right? Always an Indian. Yeah. yeah. They recently changed that. Yeah, that's it's too bad. That's too bad. I like the logo better. You the like the hawks? You like the no, hawks? No, the Indian. No, I like the Indian logo. Yeah, it just like sounds better to me. The whole the situation hawks is a little, little. I don't. It's arbitrary. It's like we have nothing to do with that. But it's generic. Very right. There's yeah. a million hawks. Right? Skyhawks, blue hawks, red hawks, like all these. I think the I think Whitman Hanson's the hawks. Or some, they're the Panthers. I think Silver Lake is the hawks. There's a, there's hawks yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so you you grew up in Hanover with who? <laughs> my, my mother, my father. I know well, all these people. And, and <laughs> we, you know, in Kingston, if you listen to my mom's episode, she talked about for like three years. Don't really remember much of it, but so I would say Hanover. Yeah, for the most part. But no, my mom, my dad. Um, I have an older brother, fifteen months older than me, and then a younger brother is three years almost till the day. So there's that much of a spread between between you and Manning. Yeah, yeah. I guess years. she he was a. Freshman, you knew were a senior. senior. Yep. Yeah, and now he's <coughs> sophomore, I think. And yeah, so wild in college. You know? Wow. But and yeah, what are so you, what are you in college? Junior? Uh, technically a senior now. Okay. With the with the school, the three year accelerated. It's a little oh, different. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um. So eventually, you move from Kingston to Hanover. It, you move right next to your grandparents. Yep. Yep. Grew up right next to the grandparents, which is. I feel like it was nice to yeah. see them more than you might if you didn't live right next to them. You yeah. run over there. Yeah. Um, say hello, borrow some sugar. Yeah. Genius move by the parents, too, for babysitting purposes. Just yeah. Send them over. Send them over to Bino and Bumbo's house. Amazing. I didn't even think of that. Automatic babysitter right Automatic, there. right? Like, what are they going to say, no? No. <laughs> and they're home. Just run into the house. Right. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So what sports did you play growing up? Uh, a little bit of everything. I feel hockey, lacrosse. Um, baseball, 
think I tried my hand at basketball a few really? times. Wasn't didn't go well. No, I think we do. Yeah, I wanted to play, and I think my mom sent me to a few that, like just like camps, just like in town camps, and we were dribbling up the court. Yeah, that's nothing. I don't want to do that. Right, you want to get was, in the game and yeah, 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 rain down some threes. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was yeah, hockey, lacrosse, baseball were the ones I think the most um, in the childhood, and then it tailed off to just hockey and lacrosse. So hockey and lacrosse in high school. Yeah, yeah. Well, two years of lacrosse because uh, we can get it. But play, played my freshman year. wasn't a fan of the coach. Yeah. Um, sophomore year, we won the state championship for hockey, and you know that was on a Sunday. Monday was lacrosse tryouts. Yeah. And it was the same coach, and I was like, I was like, oh, our season just ended. I was like, I don't feel like going to tryouts, so I just didn't play sophomore year. Uh, came back junior year. Oh, made the, a comeback at the urging of uh, some of the seniors. So we had a pretty good team that year. Um, I think we went to like the state semis, so could should have won. Should have won a faceoff guy. You were a faceoff guy? No, no, no. Our face oh, the faceoff guy, face guy. Oh, geez, I hope he's not listening. No, he plays. He plays D one lacrosse now. So, oh. so, so yeah, who, who won? Yeah, that so one? who's yeah. winning yeah. now? <laughs> oh, that. But I'm, on this, but I'm on this podcast, right? He's, he is not, podcast, and will so. never be. Yeah, no, exactly. So yeah. now who's Thank winning? Exactly. I have my back. Yeah. Now who's <laughs> winning? So, but hockey was your main thrust for yeah. sport going up. Yeah. Um, and you played, did you play club? Yeah. So I played town a lot, obviously. I think I started kind of late, maybe six or seven later than some people might. Six or seven. Your career is almost over by then. You, you, <laughs> you hadn't started yet. Yeah. It was like, I think it was around six or seven, like really playing, you know, black and blue league at the, at Hingham rank on and, the small and rank. Why'd you get into hockey? I, it's got to be my dad. I don't. I don't remember fully, but I yeah. think it was just like, oh, you know, my dad played, and he was just your like, uncles oh, played. Play. Oh, yeah, you guys yeah. on both sides. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's your uncle, but no, yeah. Oh my, all right, sorry, I forgot. My legendary uncle Dan played at Thayer. That's not what I'm saying. And he was cap- not- captain to some future NHL. I was. Correct? Yep. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Uh, he wanted me to tell you. Should <laughs> yeah. I read Check. the rest? Yeah, Should right. I read the rest of it? Or we, <laughs> am save, I done with that part? Yeah, save some of it for okay. later. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Gen Z showing up. Oh, my God. I just got smoked. <laughs> Show but, me uh, the door. But, yeah, so then then growing up, I think, I don't even know. It might have been when I was in middle school. I, I suck remembering my ages. But eventually I tried out for the Terriers, the Boston Terriers out of Davis. Yep. And a couple other Hanover guys did too. And we all made the team. And what was, was like, the push to get you to go over there? I think I think I was getting a little too good for the town league. Oh, and I think, humble brag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, own tire pump there. But uh, <laughs> uh, no, I think it was just kind of. It was time. I think it was time, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we moved over there. I think it was a AAA team. Played there for a few years with a bunch of the same guys. I kind of stayed sticked, stuck together. Um, and then. Some people got moved up to Elite. I think I tried out for Elite, didn't make it. Um, and then I think eventually moved over to the Breakers at some point. Yeah. I think it was one of those two. It was basically just the Terriers or the Breakers, you know, the, the local teams. Club, yeah, easy to wise. get to. Yeah, Bavis and Old Rockland. Yeah. But but you don't uh, – Did you? so did you, you try it out for the Terriers team and didn't make the Elite and then moved to Breakers? Uh, no, I don't think it was like that. I think it was like I tried, and I was like, I think I might have played a year. Oh, I also played for this team called the Rangers that was technically the Terriers organization. That's a whole other thing. I yeah. think they just added teams anyways. But yeah, yeah with a bunch of A little the same bit of kids, a cash grab. Yeah, for sure. I think that might have been like, you know, the real start of like getting kids in yeah. young and creating the elites, the tiers, and stuff like that. Yep. 
But yeah, then I think I yeah moved to the Breakers, um, played them probably I don't know sixth, seventh, to eighth maybe. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, eighth grade, and then all through high school I played too. So um, did you have during that youth hockey experience? Did you have any coaches that sort of stuck in your brain as like okay, this guy kind of motivates me, understands the game? Or were you would, did you just have guys going through the motions? Uh no, we had one really good guy on that was the Rangers team. So I think it was my first or second year in the club, a guy named Teddy Doolin. I don't okay. know if you remember. He's he was around a lot. But he was just a really good coach. Like he cared a lot. And he was he was able to push you without, you know, making you feel bad. Right. So in a way. Like he wasn't a yeller. Yep. He'd pull you aside and he'd tell you, you know, gotta do this better, do this better. Um, which I liked. I think that was kind of molded my how I like to be coach. I don't yeah. like to, I don't need to be screamed at. You don't want to be that, that makes me pissed off at you like it doesn't make me want to play that much better to be honest. Right. Be like you don't want to play for the guy yelling at you. Exactly. Yeah. If, but if you want to pull me aside and you want to tell me I'm not playing well then that's fine too. Yeah. You know? But I think that the guy that the 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 guy that can do that is a guy that obviously earned your respect, right? You cared and didn't want to let that coach down. 100%. Right? Yeah, 100%. So if you don't care or if you, or if the perception is that you don't care and you're a screamer, you got no chance, mm-hmm. right? I think even if you do, like, you know, obviously yelling is good every once yeah. in a while. Yeah, you got to kick him in the butt a, couple, but a little bit. It's just like it's the point where it's like kids will end up resenting you. Yeah. And then it's like, then you're not going to, you don't have their ear at all. Yeah. Like, they're not going to listen to you. They're yeah. Gonna be like, you know, and then these days they'll probably tell their parents or parents probably. Well, that's the, the that's, the, that's the struggle now, right? Like yeah. the, the power of the parent uh, in today's society. You know, you get a couple of complaints and see you later. Yep, definitely. Um, so, but I do think that the coaching has evolved. Even since I've been in the coaching game for ten years, it's it's a different animal now. You know, the, 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 I couldn't imagine. I'm yeah, yeah. Uh, but the but the 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 old school yelling, screaming, you know, breaking sticks, smashing things. Yep. That's over. Yeah. Doesn't happen anymore. Here's some good stories, but my dad's old coach like throwing the sticks and the gloves into the stands. Who did he play for? He played at Hanover High. Yeah, Jimbo Sylvia. Yeah, Jim Sylvia. Yeah. He was coaching. name dropping here with the yeah. dogs him over here. But. He was, uh, no, but he was a great coach. He, had, yeah, you know, he was great. a very successful guy, and, and, and a lot of his players love him to this day. Yep. Uh, he, was a, he was a stick slammer. He was a yeller. <laughs> yeah. Yeller. He was a yeller. I, I had a very good, I had a bunch of good friends that played for him, but uh, one kid named Scott Monroe, who was a, probably the, one of the best kids to come through Hanover High in, in uh, all the years. Leading, he, leading point. Yeah, he right. told me some great stories about, about Jim Sylvia and yeah. his motivational skills and <laughs> yeah. tactics. One of my favorites is just like, I was thought, I was like, I wonder if a coach will ever do this to me. But if anybody was leaning up against the boards or like the glass, he'd just rip a slap shot, ring it around. So, you know, he'd get pelted with pucks if you were, <laughs> if you were tired leaning against the boards or whatever. So I was like that one. That was Yeah, that's one. a good one. Just ripping around the yeah, boards. Yeah, I don't, uh, I'm a big don't lean on the boards guy. Mm-hmm. Like when you're waiting in line, it's yeah. just bothersome to me. Yeah, I get it. It's a bad look. Yeah. Looks well, you, like, you send them around to do those drills. Like you should do the drills and then see if you want to lean against the boards. I would rather see the after. kid, I'd rather see the kid take a knee. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, Look like a hockey player. Don't look like a kid hanging out smoking cigarettes on the street corner. <laughs> That's true. Right? Ooh. No, you're right. What's up, guy? How you doing? Right? Hoodlum. Yeah, is punk. How, is that how the kids sound nowadays? Yeah, what you doing? How you doing? What's up, guy? He's been taking a lot of virtual trips to Brooklyn lately. What's yeah. <laughs> up, guy? Yeah. Getting heckled by the youths yeah, of that's Brooklyn what, that's, what the, that's what the girls' team in Duxbury sounds like when I show up. What's up, coach? How you doing? Hey, Tony Soprano? Hey, yeah, so, whoa, over there. Where do you want the pucks? Over there. Put the pucks over there. 
<laughs> Forget about Forget it. Forget about it. <laughs> All right. So, so now you get to, uh, eventually you get to high school. I do, yes. And uh, I actually went to a lot of those games. You had a very successful high school career. I did all right, yeah. Yeah. And uh, on the the ice. And obviously, you've continued your education, so academically, you must have done okay. (laughs) Right? Yeah, Yeah, I did well. (laughs) All right. Okay. But uh, how many points did you end up scoring in your high school career? Uh, I think it was around 126 to 128, give or take. That's good. Over a hundred points is is very impressive. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah four years. Yeah, that's good. Something I don't even know. I played eighty something games. I think yeah. End of it. State champ. What year? Two thousand sixteen. Lost in twenty eighteen. Senior. So year. lost your senior year. Yep. Okay, so you lost your last. You lost your last high school game. Yeah, I'm a loser. But, <laughs> but no, no, you got a state no, title. I'm you got a state yeah. title. I'm one on one. I'm all right. With that. <clears throat> yeah, that's 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 good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was happy with it. Tom Brady's six and three. I mean, a lot of people. The guy from Buffalo, Jim Kelly's zero and four. Right? <laughs> that's a lot worse. Yeah, so yeah. You got to have at least, at one. least He was in the NFL though. That's kind of cool compared to well, D three, D three, Hobmark Rink. Yeah, I like Hobmark Rink though. No, Hobmark, they got good ice there. They do have For good the ice. Part. Um, so just tell me a little bit, and and eventually you end up being a captain of that team, right? Yeah. So I started out when I was a freshman. Coming on, we were, I think they were coming off a uh, state championship loss. I be- Yeah, coming off a state championship loss, they lost a ton of seniors. So they lost it in 15. They lost it in 15. No, they lost no, it in 14. 14. Right. And then, yeah, then, yeah, sophomore, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 16. Yeah. When we won it. Plus yeah. two. That was good, yeah. yeah. Smart. It was quick there. Yeah. I should count on my face. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, so it was a 24, I guess, 2014, 15 season. Um, so I was able to step in as a freshman and play. I think I was a lot. I hit a growth spurt. I think in seventh or eighth grade. So yeah. I was around like five eight as a freshman. And how big are you now, tall wise? Probably six feet. Okay. Yeah. So I was I was bigger for a freshman. Still, you know, small looking back on it now. But uh, so I was able to kind of compete a little bit better. I think than some of the younger players because they hadn't hit a growth spurt. A guy like Zach Taylor, who was, right. who was like five three, I think freshman year. Right. So, right. Right. Um, but yeah, so I was able to play a lot, um, freshman year, which was great. Um, who else on that, who else, uh, made the team as a freshman that year? I think it was, wasn't the kid Paul McCabe, Paul, I think Craddy, Drew Craddy made it. Um, Zach, me, so I think a it was bunch. only four. I think it was four and I was the only one that played like a, 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 regular, a regular shift. shift. Yeah. yeah. Zach played like fourth line. They were pretty good though. That's a full fourth line grinders. But, uh, but yeah, so then. We go in, we get so that you know we finished. I think we lost to Norwell, which kind of sucks, you know. Yeah, the, you know that's the, a the town next Norwell to your rivalry. Is, yeah, that's your rivalry. That's your Thanksgiving Day yeah. game, right? They were they were nasty. They blew us out like five to one, um, just smoke. But that was like my first time in Gallo, mm-hmm. which was, I mean, that's I mean, I was playing in front of parents basically every single time right. growing up, you know. And now to see like you know the entire school come out stuff like that so so for those that don't know gallo arena is where they play they changed it now but essentially the south sectional right that you would go down there south South games i think all yeah most of the south playoff games and uh it's just an incredible place to watch a game and we were lucky enough to have so we actually i mean i wasn't playing but i was on the other team's bench when i was coaching at rockland and you were playing for hanover in that rink. Yeah, we talked about the heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> heartbreak, yeah. But anyway, sophomore year, we ended up 
going. We got a kid back, Brett Parker, who was yeah. really good. He was playing club. Um, and another kid, Alex Wisness, was also playing club, and they came back, and we were, I think we lost one game all year. Powerhouse you guys, yeah. ran through the playoffs. Like, we had, I think, one close game. You had a good goalie, too, didn't you, that year? Yeah, Clap. No, yeah. Clap was, yeah. So he was he was really good, too. So it just, you know, everyone, everything hit on the right cylinders. And <clears throat> yep. I played, I ended up, you know, I was played first line freshman year. These two kids come back. All of a sudden, I'm on the second line. Yeah. But we were good. You know, we, I think we let up one goal against all year, which was all our line. All playoffs. Oh, all, your, all, all your line. line. The entire year. <laughs> like, one goal against. One goal against. Yeah. So that was, you know, we took a different role. Like, I was supposed to be, like, the goal scorer first year, um, which was, like, a lot of pressure, too. I yeah. Think. And uh, sophomore year, I got a little little reprieve from the pressure. But um, Makes yeah, it a little bit easier. Definitely. Had, I mean, I think he had, like, 40 goals in 20 games or something yeah. like that. So what he was, he was, he was awesome. So yeah, what year was it that junior the, that I, think I that coached we, against you? Yeah. So junior was at the, that wasn't South final. So, right. It was, so, uh, semis, no, cause it, we didn't, we didn't go with South semis and we lost it. So I was coaching it for those that don't know. I started my high school coaching career at Rockland high school with Mike Flaherty, who is now the head coach of the Duxbury boys team. So that's sort of full circle, but Hanover and at that time Rockland was good. We had mm -hmm. a bunch of good hockey players like Mike Flaherty, Campanelli, uh, Maddie Dunn. You got a great six, but you you guys had a hefty drop off. I think. After yeah, that. Like but you, we essentially you, played you six, yep. and we had a great goalie. What what's his name was good? Harry O'Brien was good. Oh, uh, yeah. Um. So we Bane. we played uh, Ducks. Uh, Rockland played Hanover in the South semifinals. Yep. And do we win in a shootout? Yeah. Yeah, you guys won in a shootout. Um, we played, uh, I mean, what are they, three OTs? Yeah. And we got outcoached. I'll say that. Hopefully not. <laughs> oh, outcoached. I will. I'll, I'll pump his tires. You and Flats outcoached us. Wow. But, Here we go. No, I mean, boy, again, Flats. Again, not to pump the own tires. We had one line. It was me, Zach Taylor, and another kid, yeah. realistically. And we were we were shallow, and you guys knew that. And they sent the you guys beat the hell out of us, and yep. you sent your guys after us, and we ended up you know tired at the end of the game. But we had a cup. That game was awesome, though. Like looking back, it was a great game. It was the OT a, was unbelievable. And there's an incredible. We should actually get. Maybe we'll try and get uh, the great picture at the end of the game of Connor and I going through the line, giving each other a, a big hug. We should re, maybe if uh, maybe yeah. Derice can send that picture along. She'll, she'll probably yeah. She probably has it. I but definitely have it. If you were mic'd up, it would have been like a sucker. That's no, what I, did. I did. Is that what I said? <laughs> you said loser. <laughs> I'm, I'm winning up. again. <laughs> so so it, was, it was, but it was bittersweet. No. And then actually, uh, so that was a great uh, moment in that rink. Um, but I was also lucky enough to see Manning play his last game in that rink, uh, the COVID year. Wasn't COVID yet? Oh no, the year after COVID. Yeah, another one. Yeah, the year after COVID. I my at that point I was coaching in Duxbury, and my Duxbury girls were playing right after the Hanover boys. Okay. And yep. um, I so he was the captain, senior captain. Um, and not to steal some of your thunder here, but uh, Manning was the senior captain. They lost. See, career hockey careers over. High school hockey careers over, and everybody filters off the ice. He's the captain at this time, uh, and he actually made his way back across the— this was striking to me. 
and I don't even know if I've told him that story or, this, or you this story, but I'm at the end of the rink getting my team ready, turn around, and uh, Manning comes back out of the locker room, skates across the ice, and goes and grabs all the sticks. So that everybody's got an extra stick. And I was struck by that because I'm like, okay, here's a kid who's a captain. His career just ended and got in the locker room and was like, oh, we don't have the sticks. And he went out and grabbed all the sticks. Yeah, usually that's the manager. Yeah, the manager or the freshman yeah. or some other lackey that didn't play that really probably didn't even <laughs> need skates that day where yep. he was just standing on the bench. <laughs> and here's the senior captain, career over, taking a stroll back over the ice to grab all the sticks. That just stuck with me. Yeah, um, he's a good kid. Yeah. yeah, he is a good kid. Uh, raised the right way, mostly by his uncle, but that's a different story. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I didn't have anything to do with it. Um, so now, fast forward, you score 128 points, win a state title. I thought on some level the expectation was that you would go on and play college hockey. Uh, yeah, that was, I mean, that was always kind of the the plan. Yep. I think I was, that was what I was working towards. But I think that it got to a point where I had a few coaches being like, Hey, you probably have to go like do two years somewhere. Okay. Like you probably do a prep year, which I would have been fine with, you know, I'm mean, at least in school. But one of the one things I said, I was like, I don't want to do juniors. And at this point, I also already knew that like when I really made the decision, I was gonna, I wanted to go to nursing school anyways. Yep. And that was kind of like one of those things I was like, I don't know if I can do both. And I was like the career will end eventually. Like I'd rather jump right into to nursing and do that instead of taking two years to yeah. have a chance to play D3 hockey realistically. Like yep. That's how much it takes yeah. to get to D3 these days. Um, for the most part, I mean, I yep. think there's obviously kids that are good enough to go right in. But, yeah, I was told I probably do it at least a year, and I was like, I don't know if I want to roll the dice, and I've already gotten to college and stuff like that. So I think I kind of just made the decision. I was like, you know, it all ends up in the men's leagues yeah, anyways. It does. I was like – I was like, I'd rather go to a school that I want to go to, not go to a school just because I got recruited or right. I was told I could come there. You know what I mean? Yep. So, so, and I want to get into why, how you made the decision uh, to go into nursing, but that's a, that. What you just said is the exact conversation I'm having with a lot of girls, and we talk about it like, okay, you're good enough to play at these schools, but do those schools, those particular schools. <clears throat> satisfy what you need academically and for the you know for your for your future. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a pretty heady decision because I think everybody in sort of was like, "Oh, well Connor's going to go play college hockey somewhere." Mm-hmm. Right? Whether it's Franklin Pierce or New England School, or whatever, you know, New yeah. England College or whatever it was, you were going to go somewhere and play and play college hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh and and didn't. But uh so and the fact that you chose nursing must have had something to do with that. So why did you choose nursing? How did how did that come about? Um, it's it's not like, not a crazy story or anything, but I've always been I was always interested in just the human body and like the like a lot of sports science stuff. Um, there was a guy I worked out with when I was on the terriers and the breakers. Like when we were younger, we used to have like twice a week. We just like go in there for an hour, do some conditioning, a little bit of lifting. A guy at Brendan Shea. Yep. Runs like Shea Training Systems. Plug. There you go, plug. <laughs> How about Brendan Chase, the little nudge that got him into, <laughs> interested in the human body? Yeah, which led there was to the, a nudge. There's yeah, the right. nudge right there. Um, and so I just like the way he he would actually sit down and explain stuff like why we're doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was very interesting learning about that kind of stuff. And then I would kind of go home and do a little bit on myself like, oh, like my hammies are really tight. Like, what can I do? And like, yeah. how, like, what are the best? You know what I mean? 
Um, and that kind of went on just through school and, you know, aunt, uh, my aunt, Heather, your sister is a nurse as well. So I kind of knew, I was like, oh, well she, you know, she does it. So, and she lives, she lives a good life. You yeah. know, she, she enjoys it. Like yep. she always talks about, I mean, the hours suck, but then that's whatever. Yeah. You know? It works work. But that was kind of like the, I was like, oh, that, that's definitely an avenue. My mom definitely like said it to me for sure. She was like, oh, what about a nurse? Cause I was thinking about like physical therapy or exercise science and stuff like that. Yep. And I think a lot about my decision to, it was like a surefire job. I didn't, I, if I was going to go into something like that, it wasn't like my main choice or like that, like my main reason. for Right. No, but it. it's a good reason. But it's like, it's, I was, that's kind of why too, I didn't end up playing college hockey too. Cause I was like, if I didn't know what I wanted to do, yeah. I probably would have done it. If I was going to go do business or something like that, I, I would have done it. Most likely, but I was like, I knew what I wanted to do. And you were ready to get into and it. And I was ready to get into it. And I'm like, I don't, do I want to go grind it out at a, a prep school? Yeah. Like boarding school, stay there. And yep. like, it could have been fun. Yeah. But I don't know. I just made the decision. Do you, um, so do you think that, that you had a great high school career and, and, and not just, you know, the numbers and whatever, but it was like, there was uh, tons of support in the town. The rink was full of people. You know, I used to go to all the games. You'd see it was just a great, great atmosphere. And sort of as I sat back and thought about your decisions as to why, and then, you know, I talked to your father about it a little bit, and, and it always kind of sat with me like, well, he's never going to be able to duplicate that, right? You weren't going to go to name your college and play in front of, you yeah. know, at some D3 school. Maybe... Maybe driving to like the middle of Vermont or something like that. Yeah, playing, playing on a cold Sunday night or so. It's, you know what I mean? In, yeah, in you're not gonna be able to two parents, right? It's, yeah. As opposed to doing what you did in high school. So it's you know I was like, well, maybe maybe in the back of his mind, he's like, I had so much fun, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it. I want those to be my hockey memories. Yeah, well, I knew people that were like, I like I hate playing juniors. Like every single day, like I got to go to the rink, you know, an hour away and do this. Like they just didn't really enjoy it as much yeah. as maybe. I don't, and they were living at home and stuff, and they were kind of like, yeah, I don't know. We just kind of grinded it out. Like, I got sick of hockey. And I yeah. was like, I never wanted to get to that point. Right. Where I was like, oh, I'm sick of playing hockey. Like, because it's a game you love. Like, you, I'd rather leave it on a good note than end up hating it eventually right. and quitting. Right. Because then that would just leave a sour taste in your mouth, I feel like. If you, yeah. You quit because you're like, oh, I hate this so much playing junior hockey. Right. You and know. I think there's also a side, uh, for, it would have been for me, like, I put on all this work and, and I'm still not. Good enough to Good enough. play D3 hockey. Right. Like it's gotten to that point. I mean, yeah. my dad walked on to a D3 team. They can't do that. Right. No, it you doesn't know? exist. doesn't exist. Um, so you, so where do you where do you go to college? Uh, so I go to URI, University yep. of Rhode Island, um, in their nursing program. Um, and I was going to play club there too, um, but the schooling ended up being really tough. So um, It didn't work out. Yeah, and they were, again, it's like, there were crazy, crazy commitment for a club hockey team. Like, I thought it would be, like, a couple times a week, four times a week, two games. I think they played 40 games from September to March. Yeah, so it's a full— it's a, And I'm it's like, a, if I wanted to do that, I just would have went to— I would have went to a, reg, a college to right, play. Right, And on, like, a, you know, an NCAA team. Right. So I was like, it's like, I don't think I can do that four days a week. Like, I also barely studied in high school. No. <laughs> study in high school, guys. If yeah, young make sure you're studying up out there. <laughs> So, so high school was hard for you, though. I mean, excuse me, college was hard because of well, yeah, a lack of studying I skills. I had to learn how to study and be a good student, basically. Yeah. Which I mean, it was a good. It was good to to learn at yeah. that point. But uh, so I went there for 
uh, three semesters total before I, I just didn't, I didn't, I wasn't joining a frat either. You know, looking back, I probably could have, but it wasn't really, that's not your style. No. Yeah. I'm not, I don't, I'm not yeah, big on the frat parties and the, and the hate, you know, hazing. If yeah. Happens, if it happens, but you're not a big partier anyway. I mean, I like, I like to, you know, I like to hang out with my friends more than anything. I don't need to be at a house party where I have to scream in my buddy's ear. Like, right. I'd rather sit around and shoot the, shoot the, and watch sports and, and stuff. Have, have a couple thing. beers and move on with your day. Exactly, yeah. But, so yeah, so I was kind of like, the social life just wasn't great. It's a huge campus. It's a dry campus, too. Yeah. And, you know. Um, Which it should be until you're 21 years old, everybody. Oh, it yeah. It should be dry. Yeah, so I, and I wasn't and partaking in any of that anyways because I was only 18. That's right. 19 years old. That's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, so, yeah, so you are I. So it was my, after my fall of sophomore year, I transferred because I was just like, I, I just didn't really enjoy it. And I was like, well, I'm not just paying a lot of money to, to not enjoy your college experience. Right. And I was fine with that, but I kind of didn't take into the effect uh, that like I basically would have to transfer into a new nursing program yep. and start over. Like you, like you, I could have transfer credits and stuff, but say if I went to like a UNH, like I would have to start out as a freshman. Okay. Take whatever those classes were. I couldn't go. I couldn't become a sophomore at UNH. I would right. have to be a freshman again. Yep. So that's kind of what nudged my decision to pick MCPHS. Which is what? Mass College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences. Okay. Um, so it's a three-year accelerated program. It's, you know, it's the same amount of semesters, yep. but you go fall, spring, summer for two years, and then fall, spring. So you're doing three semesters a year, basically. So you're in school in the summer? I, yeah, it's the past two summers. Yeah, this summer was the hard, and was a, was hard. It was like, a, it's a short, two, shorter semester. Yeah. And that, you know, I have my clinicals and stuff in class, and it's like all my buddies are going to the beach and right. stuff like that. And you're studying. And I'm sitting in class studying, yeah, whatever. But, yeah, so that's why I went to MCPHS. I was like, I don't think I can start four years over again. Yep. With, uh, you know, all the breaks in between. Not that, I, like, I'm in a huge rush to graduate, but I was like, I don't think I want to. You like, ready what to am go. I, gonna, I was like, realistically, what am I going to go to a different school, like a UNH? Probably join a frat or a sports team. That's yeah. what you got to do. You yeah. Know? So I was like, oh, I'll just go to the city. It'll be different. You know, it's not really a campus. It's like three buildings stuffed into like one big building. Sort yeah. Of. Um, but I, I, you know, it's it's been okay so far. Um, the administration over there isn't. I'm not too happy with them in general, um, with the clinicals and stuff. But I get it because you know, COVID. Yeah. Has screwed it. But you like that? You like this? You like yes, the I'm subject enjoying, matter? Yeah, I'm enjoying. Yes, I'm enjoying nursing. Um, a lot of hard work, but. Definitely, yeah, definitely tested my, my wits yeah, <laughs> and my study techniques that I learned. But, um, yeah, it's, no, I really have enjoyed it. And the past two semesters now, we've been actually working in the hospitals and stuff, which I've enjoyed a lot more than the classroom. Yeah, but, practical learning. Yes. Hands-on. Yeah, I've learned a lot more about being, How being it actually nurse. works. Yes. Yeah, as opposed to learning from a textbook. They have us doing simulations and stuff, which is just not the same. Yeah. Like on some dummy that, like, doesn't move. I'm right. Like, yeah. No, not the old guy screaming at you because he doesn't want you to touch him because you're a nursing student. Not right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. You got to fight through that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just take You just got to eat it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm a pretty patient person. Um, I think you have to be to be a nurse. You seem very patient. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, you know, I, I hockey, I was a lot different. I was quick tempered. But yeah. I think in real life, I, I, I don't really. I'm pretty mellow. Yeah. I'd say. So what's the next step beyond this? Next step. Uh, so finish the semester. Pass. I have one more semester after this, and then 
pass hopefully hopefully <laughs> graduate <laughs> graduate hopefully pass in in may um and then so may of the, the end next of next year yeah yeah may of 23 may of 23 yeah so a year after you know my supposed graduation date yeah based on my high school graduation but um and then yeah this i, I don't i'm i really want to travel i don't know if i want to go to work right away um travel I, nurse yeah i could do, i want to go like to europe though <laughs> it's, it's a little bit oh little really hard. i would gotta go find yourself and <laughs> You pray love. Yeah, you know, right. I I, so said, I said that to my yeah. father when I got out of college. Like, Dad, I like to go find myself. He goes, "Why don't you find yourself a job?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, my mom did it. I'm yeah. sure she probably told you she she went across. I she, know uh, every you know I didn't do it, so I'm mad at anybody that does. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, she's so cool. She there, is so cool. There is a nurse shortage right now, which is awful, just for in general, but. I can always get a job. Right. Get, it doesn't matter if I wait two months to get a job. Like, it's not going to, it won't hurt me. So you're, you're thinking you, 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 you take off for the summer. Yeah. I'll if I can find people to go with me. You could go alone. Yeah. How much fun is that, though? I'm going to go. Oh, I'll meet some people. Well, yeah. I'm, we'll meet some people. I just need to, I need you somebody, one other person. I'm not know, going alone. You know what I'm, I'm not going to say to him when he goes? What? Safe Safe travels. <laughs> But that he actually can have safe travels. Once you get there. That's right. what I'll say. Right. Yeah. Once you, yeah. Once you get there, just don't, yeah, don't get robbed. Well, you or, yeah, I mean, you can't. <laughs> well, I went to Italy for my honeymoon for three weeks, and it was awesome. Yeah. I, wanna, I, I went there on a school trip. Um, it was like nine days. We went to Budapest, Prague, Munich, um, a little place outside of, like, a little place outside of Munich called Bruno. Um Austria, we went to Salzburg and Vienna. Jeez. Very cool. Yeah, it was like you know, it's like a couple of days in each place. So that's a really, great trip. That's a great and that's trip. where I want to go. I want to go back to like a Prague or a Munich or something like that. Wouldn't you want to go somewhere you haven't been? But it's like it's a school trip. Like we couldn't. It's it's a lot different. We didn't get a ton of free time. It was just a lot of touristy stuff. Yeah. But like I like from what I've heard, you know, the Prague Prague nightlife and Munich and stuff like that. It's just like really cool. I would rather. Immerse yourself that. in the culture. Yeah, yeah, as opposed to when we were just going out on, we oh, we got free time. And you just like go to like four stores, and then it's like you're done. right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, so that's kind of that's the plan, right? Just graduate first, and then figure it out. After graduate that. first, go to Europe. Yeah, come home and get a job. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great plan. That is a great plan. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if it works out. <laughs> I'd like to do that plan. Me too. Right? You guys want to you gotta come with? I want to redo. Want to go with them? Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We'll podcast from over there. Oh, that yeah. We'll do traveling podcast. That That'd be incredible. Awesome, yeah. We just walk around podcasting. Vlogging. <laughs> what is it? Vlogging. Oh yeah, with well, the vlogging. Yeah. The, What's the, vlogging? Video. It, video blog. Video blog. The video. Oh, they they have that. Yeah, it's huge. Was that on like Wikipedia? What website is that on? No, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Really? Yeah, yeah. Should we be vlogging? Yes. <laughs> we should. We should have Keith out there in the field. Vlogging. Vlogging. You guys do videos though, right? Yeah. Is that vlogging? Uh, no, no, but no. like you could. <laughs> like if you're, if you have your, you know, your. Well, what's the difference if we, we did that, we did that uh, video at that site real quick one. Like what's the, what's a vlog? So it would be like you going out and documenting. Your whole trip. It's like a day in a, it's like a day in a life. Oh, right? a day in a life? Like a video diary. Got yeah. it. So you think a blog, like what, what will you write about your trip in the blog, but instead of writing it, you just film yourself actually doing it. Right. So doesn't that take away, from, I know, but my, <laughs> my mind is blown right now, by the way. Doesn't that take away from the experience of doing it? Like that's 
you know, everybody's videoing everything most, all the time. Yeah, most people don't do it. Like normal people don't usually do it. It's like people that are making millions off influencers. <laughs> yeah, okay, influencers million dollars off YouTube right. every video. I understand that, but but if you go to, I don't know, you go to like a golf tournament, right? Like I went to the U.S. Open over the summer. Uh, all the pros were there. The, you know, the guy's hitting the ball. You want to watch the pro, whoever it is, Tiger Woods. I don't know if Tiger Woods is there, but, you know, whoever it is. And everybody's got their camera out videoing it. Mm-hmm. Why? It's the new wave. I think, I'd, I think I'd do it. I'm not a big video guy in general, even. You know, you see people go out, especially, like, around my age, like, 23-year-olds, oh. like, and just posting their entire night on Snapchat. Right. I'm like, no one cares, right, man. That's, but that's my no point. No one cares how many beers you drank, you know? Like, right. Like, I, I, <laughs> like no one cares. Or the concert you went yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm like, I could have been there. Right. I was like, I just saw I'm this entire concert. I'm Spotify. But <laughs> that's, my, that's my whole point, right? Like, if I, if I went to see Pearl Jam, right, and I met Eddie Vedder and I took a picture with Eddie Vedder, that's pretty cool, right? I'd be like, hey, dude, I met Eddie Vedder. Here's the but picture. But not just a video of the concert you're saying. Right. Yeah. Do you want to see it? Hey, this is the concert I was at. No, you're like, no, I don't want to see that because I don't care what you did on Saturday night. But maybe there's people that would like to see it, and those would be the ones that would subscribe to what you're doing. Oh, well, oh I don't think that's what we're talking about, though, is it? I'm more talking so. about... Just in general, just the, people in general, yeah, just video. Joe Blow at an event, videoing the whole thing so he can show his friend, but my point is he's missing the whole thing. Because you're staring through your phone. Your your whole life is through the is framed in this phone. You're not Just watch the goddamn guy hit the golf ball. I think I'd president. probably do it once if it was like a tiger or something like that. Yeah, Otherwise, I, I don't really I don't I'd really take a care. picture of him. Because tiger's tiger. Right. I'd do it. I'd take a video of tiger. Be like, I was literally this close to Tiger Woods. But I wouldn't watch it. Like people, you'll see people watching through their phones. That, I'm like, at least put it down and like watch with your <laughs> with your own eyeballs. Well, so, you know? so that's, you know, and, and, and you know, uh, with hockey... You see parents videoing. It used to be one like rando parent. Now it's like everybody's the kids on the sh- on the ice. They have the camera out now. Some of doing it, like I have a guy that does it on 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 Hank's team, and he's the sweetest, nicest, most wonderful person. And he's really doing it from a place in his heart that he's trying to memorialize his kid playing hockey. He's not showing the kid this is what you should have done on the you know make a better play. Oh, he's just he, he's just creating. Thing memories and that's what he's like that's fine right i'm okay with that i also i still make fun of him right because he's still that guy yeah and he's a great guy uh but there's a lot of people out there that are videoing it for the wrong reasons and they're missing my but my point is and i say this to the guy that's videoing it even to create the memories you're still missing the moment the moment because you're videoing it and you can't you're not seeing it in real time because you're more concerned if i'm getting it on the video that's mm-hmm. concerning to me. So we're not vlogging, I guess is what I'm saying. Because <laughs> I don't want to miss... Going back to analog. And no I, digital. No, anything. I don't want to miss the moment. And I don't want you to miss the moment when you go to Europe on your mother's dime that I just approved. Okay? <laughs> you just approved it? Yeah. yeah. So, Doris, get your checkbook out. Doris and Chris, we're going to Europe, baby. <laughs> Woo! <Yeah. laughs> Woo! Like the room oh, just got, scored. Oh, they're, they're taking you guys too? Well, yeah, we're all going. Oh, okay, cool. cool yeah. 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 Yeah, yes. I could. Well, you probably find it in the budget. Yeah, I we'll think. figure it out. We'll figure it out. Maybe we'll make crowd lending payments. Move the trip. numbers. 
Uh, well, buddy, I appreciate you coming on. You are now uh, the youngest member to ever be on. Uh, everybody needs a nudge. Uh, I think you have a wonderful story. Uh, I think you got a bright future. And I think it's important to note all the little nudges in your life that led you to where you are. Because mm -hmm. there were a bunch. Uh, yep. Whether it was Teddy Doolin or uh, the desire to not you know, play at the next level. Uh, you picking nursing because of Brendan Shea. Uh, Brendan Shea. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of little nudges got you where you are. Yep. Appreciate you having me. Thank you. You're welcome very much. And as everybody knows, if you need anything, everybody needs a nudge. So give me a call and safe travels. Outro. <laughs>